Good evening and welcome to TC and Jake. Welcome indeed. You know what I was thinking today? Time to brush my teeth. I think that every day now. All I went right. to I went to the dentist today. I was assuming that it, I was probably seeing you in some level of proximity to another office visit. We got two more big ones next week, and then we're then we're pretty much in the clear. Okay, how long was today's visit? It was long, but it, it was good because it was going to be over two visits. We got it all done in one visit. Look at that. Um, Did you ask about their families and how Timmy was doing? Like you guys how, are hard going. You guys aren't tight now? I mean, it's a one-sided conversation. I can't talk. Their hands are in my mouth. I guess that's true. Yeah, you're, you're like, I am just constantly, this was uh, definitely not inspired by in any way because I am thinking about this all of the time in a number of contexts I can uh, expound upon in, in a second here. But to give an example of other people having this thought, the... Uh, the Sarah Squirm weekend update, um, you know, she was pointing out that on live television she could say something to end her career and Collins right there. I thought uh, I, you were excited about SNL two weeks ago, so I thought I might get a little. <clears throat> I don't watch weekend update. Seeing, typically, I'm seeing just no flicker of recognition. You you just watch for the T Swift. No, I mean I watched. Knocked it out of the goddamn park, dude could not believe it don't fucking do this so good you're not a fan of her uh i like that performance i'm not i would not say i'm a diehard <laughs> fan but i like a lot of her songs and i certainly thought that she did a great job with her with her thing there nah i didn't see that i didn't dude, I, I, fuck I, jake gyllenhaal you know, this is what this is about dude i it's just coming into place now is your jake solidarity this oh whole, yeah this whole thing is yeah. just your well-known pattern of defending jakes yeah anytime like if if the creator of burton snowboards finds himself in some hot water with a little hey, hey, pedo hey, hey. let's thing. wait for all the facts to come out <laughs> yeah i've known jake burton for a long time uh, i see him at the meetings yeah no i don't although i will tell you that just to fully drive home how uh unoriginal most suburban white parents were I I once attended, this actually happened with three of us several times, but I once attended a party with like 20 to 25 people there. And there were 20 to 25 Jakes. There were four of us. <laughs> we all got a photo together. <laughs> so it was like maybe 12 males there. Uh huh. And four of us. Yeah. Jakes. You ever have a, a math class where it was just Jakes? <laughs> yeah. No, because. What you'll find in the Jake community is a a, a wide distribution of intelligence. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's so many of them. Exactly. A group that large. It's a large a population. Wide distribution right. Of everything. Yeah. So you know, you got. Whereas all TCs razor sharp. Me and that CPA guy both at the top. Uh, what about the city manager? There you go. Exactly. You, three for three. Putting them on the board. Whereas you know, I feel like there were there was a. If anything, a higher uh, concentration of Jake's in in-school suspension than there were in AP geometry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, he's not a CPA anymore. Whenever I first started Googling my name, there was a guy who was a CPA, but now he's a, he's a VP of something. Price Waterhouse Fisher. Price Waterhouse Cooper. T. Rowe. T. Rowe Price. Mortgage. <laughs> no, I, I'm not familiar with the company, okay. but he's, he's a VP of them. Uh. Well, we're talking about SNL. Yeah, I don't watch. We can, I don't do anything that has Michael Che involved. And I know he's like the head writer, but I prefer not to know when he's involved. You like, know, he's fucking god awful. Yeah, I'll never like, come around on Michael Che. I he seems to be just the fucking worst. Yeah, as, as a person. Yep. As uh, someone <clears throat> to hang out with, but he and Colin do a great job, dude. Yeah. I, I know that you don't want to do this, and I know we've got so much else to do, but I have had, uh, at the end, of, I've had this clip cut off. Just, I watched it, and I was like, you know what? My friend would love this, and I want him to see things that he loved. Uh, and so I cut it off, but then I, just, we get to every show, and I'm like, he's going to throw up my head if I show him an essay. I liked Man Park. Man Park? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. a good bit. That was a good bit. It's a bit. really good bit. But uh if he, they do this, I think it, the last show every time where uh Colin and Michael get to write each other's. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's funny because there's some good race jokes in there, which I think there's still a place for. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's it's the only time you'll see on TV a white guy being like, they call him Man of Steel. Yeah. It's the other steel. Yeah. He's black. Yeah. Um, and I think that's bad. You could tell from my tone that I think it's bad that we no place for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No place for um, it. No, but just the the the, the I mentioned it because I it it was someone else talking about the idea you could throw away your entire life at any time. Mm-hmm. I'm just constantly like you know just if I'm sitting across from someone in a professional setting, uh, you know, conducting myself uh, impeccably, no doubt, the thought will inevitably cross my mind at some point. You know, if you just reach or reach across and just make a beeline for the crotch, your whole career could be done in about two seconds here. Yeah, and I don't even want to. Like, it's not a horny thought. It's just like a, huh? Yeah. Isn't that something? Yeah, or like a, we live in a society <laughs> where I could be divorced like a week from now. Yeah, if I just fucking <laughs> dude. I mean, think about it. I mean, right now it would count as well, but like, especially since. Uh, since season two of I think you should leave and just the the notion of just kind of inserting curse words randomly. Like I've thought about just yelling jizz in the middle of a live spot, like 50% of my live spots. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, and, and the pro- and again, it's like I don't want to. You know, no. I, don't, I have no desire to do this, but like I would be on the news tonight if I just yelled jizz in the middle of this live <laughs> just, spot. Just know what the – Yeah, or like – yeah. The stakes are. And like also And you would think that most of the time the stakes in your life are low. Yeah. And this is a way of realizing that in fact that is never true. Yeah. There is always something you could do that would ruin your life that second. Yeah. And and it's and whenever you're at the dentist's office, that thing is suck on the hygienist's finger. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we were working towards. My bad. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've never even considered, and I know you're not saying you want to do it, but I've never even considered. <laughs> I'm that, not considering this option. Would... I'm just observing that like, they'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. But I think you might be able to get away. Get out of this office now. No one would have to know though. <laughs> no one has to know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just bill me. Just yeah. bill me and I'll, I'll find a new office. Like, I think if, uh, uh, and again, I don't have any desire to use any racial slurs, but if I did yell one in like the middle of a, yeah. an MLB hot stove, so I bet I could make national. Not even a segment, dude. Like, if you just were at a fucking like Rangers, like we were at the zoo and someone tweeted that they had seen us. If, if you'd been looking at an animal enclosure, and just yell any a slur. animal. Yeah. <laughs> any slur. And, uh, and yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, but if you did it on the air though, like I think, you yeah, could no, make, that's, that's, you could make more. national news. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Which, dude, I seriously do think that would end up being like Tom Brenneman, you know, he made a lot of news. People are talking about him all these years later. He did. He did. And yeah, I don't know. That one was weird too, though. Is he back with the red? Is he no. doing anything? Uh, for a while he was, it was like a very La Flama Blanca situation because I'm pretty sure he was calling like some Latin League games. Oh no. Um, as he tried to work his way back in. Uh, Listen, on that, like stripped away context, I'm delighted for this development. Can't think of someone whose voice I less like hearing. Yeah. But. Don't do this. Don't make me say things to defend Tom Brennan. Like, I, uh, whatever. I yeah. did enough. You're right. I, you didn't say anything, but you're right. I shouldn't. Yeah, you shouldn't. But the other thing, too, is, and this, this is, was not, I'm sure, part of the calculation when it comes to Thami, but that did not sound like a guy who was just kind of having a laugh to me. Like, if you listen to the audio, like, he sounds like a guy who really, really despises gay people. Like, he didn't, you know what I mean? It was like, oh, yeah, it's one of the F capitals of the world. Like, basically, the subtext there is, I would burn it down if I could. Whatever he was talking about, he didn't, he he was not real thrilled at the mention of gay people being anywhere. I think there's more that that's more than if he was just like I really you know, need the Seth Rogan, you know what you know how I know you're gay scene that they apologized for. They apologize? Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't need the inside. <laughs> if they think it was wrong, then I agree. Yeah. That was you obviously should, yeah. My position. Um 
And but we we need to know the rest of what he's saying. Yeah. I can't disagree with any of the comments you're making, but they're obviously working from incomplete information that could entirely change. You know, like maybe he was saying gay is and bad, but he was saying it was bad that they wouldn't let gay people in. Maybe I, it sounded hateful. It did I, sound I realize hateful. you're trying to hustle backward <laughs> here to. No, I just listen. Like I said, I hate Don Brenneman. And here's the thing I want to say: uh, this, like the the overall point about the whole deal is, if we want to set a rule that people who hate gay people can't be in whatever, you know, then like fine by me. But doesn't feel like we have that rule. I I bet that uh, half the fucking broadcasters in baseball like and so I if you want to get them all out, you have my full support. But this kind of thing where like someone makes a mistake and like you know slips up on it, like this is progress that more people get fired. That's that is a, that is a thing that it continues to bother me that it feels like what everyone else thinks progress is is in part more people getting fired. Well, you and should. Just... I think it's bad when people get fired. Yeah, in general, you should give up on that just because that's that's the way it is. And I will never give up on the American working man. <laughs> okay, progress is messy. Progress uh, is messy. That's part of it. But yeah, it is weird. It's just to, to wrap this all up, just the idea of, and you don't even have to be somebody with a public profile, just that how quickly you can be like homeless. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. With very now, I don't know if sucking on the dental hygienist no, uh, finger it's probably would get it done, but it's it's gonna it's not gonna be good. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yelling if you what yelled anything weirdo. at some part, you think some people oh, do? Like, yeah, yeah. I bet you. It, I do. I was just thinking of it because whatever they like, kind of get back in your mouth, like your sort of like reflex is to close your mouth. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like I'm able to overcome that. It's not a big and like it's not even like close shit, but I, it's just you know part of my brain's like it wouldn't it be funny <laughs> if we just did and then started like now much a much lighter form of this. I guess it's lighter in some ways because it's not as voluntary as suckling a hygienist digit is uh, like being worried that you're gonna get a little bone at uh, if you get a massage. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's why I've never gotten one. Yeah, and like the weird part about it is... I said that seriously. I've not gotten one. That's not why. I don't care. Uh, They're great. Good for your blood flow. Good for... uh, To your dick? Everywhere. But like uh, it's, it's weird because I actually haven't had one given by a male. And I was faced with this a couple weeks ago whenever I was trying to make an appointment. Are you making that choice every time? Like, because they ask, right? It had never been offered me to me before this time. Okay, but this time they asked? Yeah, and I was like, let me call you back. <laughs> yeah, I need to get at my actuarial table. Let me think about so, this. I mean, that is that is as much as anything why, because I, I I was under the impression they always ask, yeah. and I, I to this day, I don't know what the answer is. Yeah, so I don't know. I think that they ask if there's more than one person available that could do it. And maybe they ask just if they look at your profile, and I've been to this place a few times and I haven't had one by a male, and they have record of that, so they're probably looking at it being like, okay, well, maybe we'll ask. They did, and I was just like, man, I don't know, which is really weird because you're being honest with yourself and talking to yourself through the – because like let's – okay, cards on the table here, right? She seems like a lose lose. Well, so yeah, like you either like walk out of there and you're like, I don't. I'm, I, I start it. to think about it, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm just not going to get a massage. I've had a gift card for like two years now. Oh man, it's the best. It might be expired. It probably is. You might be able to sweet talk them, suckle their finger fingers a little bit. <laughs> what if I suck your finger? <laughs> so hey, Mister, you gotta let me. <laughs> yeah, like I and I've 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 been asked this by women close to me in my life before. Uh huh. Like, they don't understand that you don't necessarily have to be, like, actually mentally aroused to become uh, engorged. Great scene in succession. Uh, Whatever Kendall. Oh, and he's, he's at, it's, in, it's like the funeral, right? He's, no, he's hugging his ex-wife. Oh, it's after he's like. Yeah, his dad's. His dad's in the hospital. She, yeah, his, his wife comes yeah. to visit him while ex-wife. the dad's. The, ex-wife sort comes and visit him while he's in the hospital. Yeah. They hug and she's like, Jesus. They don't understand that. 
No. So like, I'm pretty sure if like right now, on camera or not, if TC right now turned around and sat down on me like a stripper and rubbed around for like 30 seconds, I'm pretty sure I would have an involuntary reaction to that. But would not want to have sex with me most likely. Correct. I mean, it depends how good a job. Correct. So that's the disconnect, I think, with a lot of females and males on this topic is like, how do you just randomly, because there are randoms as well, you know, randoms occur. Yeah. And so I've always thought like, okay, one, I don't think, I, I've never really like been like that when it comes to a massage from a female, but I've definitely felt like, you know, we need to do some mental work here to keep this from happening. See, I, that, that sounds uncomfortable. It is. I don't really want to. It is, but I don't know if like there is that enough for them to be like, get out because you'd be able to tell i bet that they have to deal with it every day probably but even that feels weird right like to just be in there and no matter how great the massage like feels and it's relaxing then you're like thinking about like oh man this you know 24 year old you know recent college graduate can see my my pant of bone what if you uh wore like the thing with the lock I don't know. What is that? Like the internet? What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Where your wife knows? Wasn't there something that like... The cuck lock. Okay, yeah. I don't I know that I've ever actually seen that. presume you have one anyways. So yeah, of course, yeah. Might as well just <laughs> yeah. put it to hey, good use. I brought use. this. <laughs> yeah, get down to whatever you're comfortable in. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, but then if it's a dude and it feels yeah, great. Uh, you know, you what, might... Get down to what you're comfortable and just kind of, all right. Yeah. <laughs> We're, uh, I'm good here. And I've got a Viking helmet on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll get a dude. Next time, and just, pads, and and the ironic part about it is is that I I would imagine that if you like having really deep tissue massages, just based on you know averages, that men are going to be able to do a better job. I mean, that seems sexist, and I don't endorse. Just the average male being stronger and and having bigger hands than the average female. They do have bigger hands. You can't deny that so, on average, on average. And and the strength thing is not, you know, absolute by any means, but. I mean, I know, just my, wonder how much like actual, like I've never had a deep tissue massage, but don't you think like at a certain point, it's just like enough, you know, like do you need, does it need to be a bodybuilder? I mean, that's, you know, that's what I, I thought. But then as you're walking through this i did get one from a dude one time and every time i said daddy harder he was able to go beyond <laughs> <laughs> what i thought was previously enough uh-huh. you know so maybe that i'll i'll just do it and report back okay okay and if i love it i'll be comfortable enough to tell you that no but uh i think i started out by asking you know what uh, something you know you know what i like doing or want to do or something and you manage manage the dentist thing so i had to tell you about the, the thing oh and before we entirely leave that i do want to give a disclaimer um i think as a matter of course that it's always important to do the show for the entire audience rather than like an imagined audience of one in your head you know like if you like like whenever i do life skills uh my dad seemed to kind of intimate he was aware that the podcast exists and uh one of the like uh top administrators i had found out like a week ago i don't check my facebook course um i'm surprised you still have one well it's just because of the excel facebook group i do like to occasionally go on there yeah um and uh but i hadn't been on in months and i went and looked and uh one of them had messaged me and so like i could do every single life skills episode just thinking about this guy and my dad mm-hmm. you know and like just be like well what would be okay with them what would they be okay with me saying but like that's not a good way to do a show would you agree i that? would yeah um I think that's pretty basic <laughs> so i've tried to do this entire uh segment without 
Just assuming that the dental hygienist, uh, what's the name of your podcast? I got to listen to that, was yeah. uh, disingenuous. Because Jesus fucking Christ, it's going to be terrible. She's gonna, <laughs> I come in, she's like, yeah, I heard the one you did like the day after. Something about sucking my finger? Yeah. <laughs> you can do it if you want. Um, no. I, I, it might get you licensed. Yes. Yeah, because how many times do you have that happen where they're like, oh, you do a podcast? What's the name? uh that doesn't happen to me ever oh okay well you probably i mean like the thing is is they ask me like what i do and i'm like i yeah i wouldn't podcast thing and they're like oh so you don't i was like no but like i do yes you know like oh so like you just do a show and like that's where all of your money comes no no but i do do it's yeah do you just gotta say it comes up a lot just say media that's a great point that's all i I ever say ever people are like I do well, try what? to be brave. Like uh, they on the form, they like ask every time I had to write down something. I would never write like ninety six seven the ticket. I would write Cumulus Media Partners. Of course, that's where I work. Of course, folks. every single time. Yeah. yeah. And people are like, oh, what is it? It's like, uh, you know, some radio. You know, I write some. It's a media conglomerate. It's just kind of media. You know, well, I was right. big in uh, if I planning just said stages media, of Quibi. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh the other time it comes up I can I can understand now now that I'm thinking it through why this is a constant conversation for me and not you is uh the fucking Uber. Like the Uber driving. Yeah. They would just someone would always ask enough questions where like I'm kind of being a dick and if I don't, you know, and then they'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'll check that out." And I'm like, "I don't know. I mean, I try to make a good show I think everyone would like, but I any individual person like you know what i mean yeah for sure and it's a weird deal too because i want everyone to listen to the podcast i also want no one to listen to the podcast yeah i'm more of a no one guy um a few times in the past couple years when i have mentioned radio show trying to think of when this happened i brought it up on the air but a couple of different times when i said radio show the person said is that like a podcast (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome i'm like yeah kind of it's kind of like that anyways do you want do you want to talk about this game show i do and you I, <clears throat> I don't know this is your whole thing and i'd be so pissed that this were the reverse but are you building up to the one that we know i just want to start off the whole thing by just playing yeah we're without with any that. context at all the full clip of what i'm already aware of yeah that's how yeah okay that's, that's, that's what you were thinking too it. so okay. i won't say anything i can fill you in on some gaps after we just listen to this one minute that's uh pretty exhilarating Point of truth continues for five hundred thousand dollars melanie williams Question 21. Do you believe your father, as an adult, has ever had sexual relations with a minor? seconds of fox production suite i feel the tension i'm glad that they're heightening the tension i love the tension dad does it true yeah 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 the image of this is the woman is weeping she is just bawling. She's weeping. Her father looks distraught. He's in know. a bowling shirt. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's as distressed as I've ever seen anyone look in a bowling shirt. Yeah. And it's funny, too, because it's kind of a slightly like Tommy Bahama-ish bowling shirt. Like yeah, To me, yeah, when yeah. you watch it, it very much looks like dad was excited to participate in this game show with his daughter that got him a free trip to Burbank. Oh, I'm going on TV. Cool. Yeah, I'm always yeah. going to tour the lots. California. <laughs> The Beach Boys, yeah, and they, and her mom's there, her sister's there. 
And that's for a half a million dollars right there. That is a clip from the TV show. We did this on the air today, but we're going to go a little deeper today on the podcast. So if you heard that, if you didn't, whatever, stick around. Uh, the Moment of Truth, 15 episodes aired in the U.S. from January 2008 to like spring 2009. There's a series of questions that you're asked uh, before the show starts, 50 just, to 100. I, I'm excited for everything you have here. I have no doubt that these, these clips contain uh, so many wonderful things. But I got to say, when I watched that clip, I did go and find out everything that I could. And uh, I hate that I did. It did not make it any better. <laughs> like, once you understand the context and the explanations, like... It's still weird, but like all that makes sense. There's just something to be said for just, just totally all you have is did your dad ever have sex with a minor? Yes, true. Wild yeah. cheer. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. can't you cannot improve. Jake is going to tell you a lot of things, and all of them will answer questions that you no doubt have. <laughs> it will not make your experience better. Your experience is as good as it can be right now. I would agree. I would agree. But just from a cultural standpoint, learning that this existed. And I guess I have like vague, fuzzy memories of there being a lie detector-based show on television. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. <clears throat> like if you told me, has that ever been done? I would have said, I think. Yeah. That's about as far as I could have gone. This is not that long ago. Mm -hmm. um, you know about Kid Nation? What's that? It was like a reality show where they just... It was like Big Brother, but it was only fucking seven year olds or something. What? Like, was it was like Lord of the like someone clearly was like reality shows. These are big. What about like Lord of the Flies? Kid what Nation. if we did like a Lord of the Flies reality show? Um, my uh, my good friend Nick. I'd never seen an episode. I just remember how fired up he was about it. He and his friends at uh at the college he was attending had a uh, a Kid Nation fantasy league. <laughs> that fucking rules. Yes. I think you might have told me that before. That now sounds familiar. Do you ever think it's a good thing? You know, obviously controversy tab on your Wikipedia. Uh huh. Is not good. <laughs> Does uh, Kid Nation have a controversy of, tab? Charges of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lawsuits. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you could have expected that treatment of children was going to be one of the tabs. Yes. To see if you can top this. Treatment of children and broader legal implications. Mm, <laughs> could be anything. That's bad. That's a wide net. Okay, I'm absolutely going to watch a couple episodes of Kid Nation. <laughs> absolutely. Enjoy. No doubt about it. They handed out gold stars. They sent some kids home. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. This sounds great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so. In the thread, because the the tweet where I, I don't know, like, did you see this before? I only saw this whenever George sent it yeah, to us. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the tweet, it wasn't even like anything about the clip. Like the, the caption, it was just like, you know, it, it wasn't saying that this particular moment was weird. It was saying the entire thing of like, the uh, the postmodern uh, uh, reality show, you know, of like that you've had, like you had that first wave of your survivor, Big Brother, and like and all of that is fucking bananas. But then whenever the people who are like, all right, the audience is desensitized, <laughs> yeah. go in for the kill. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that wave of stuff, which like it just. I think we've all seen in the aftermath, you can't sustain that pace. <laughs> no, no. And I believe also in this category. Now it's just like, what if we had some famous people dance? Yeah. Uh, we could have another one where they sing. Yeah. It's That's a, what we got. Hey, you know, if you're bored with that, I'll put a mask on them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And maybe they'll be like a kidnapped victim. <laughs> that's as weird as we're going to get it. And I know that's pretty weird. Because what we used to do was we would have uh, wives go live in different places for mm -hmm. a month with other families. and Everything? Would... <laughs> that, that, yeah, what's that from? Uh, uh, Chappelle? <laughs> oh, the, but the Chappelle, like where they switch houses. Yeah, the it, Chappelle yeah. Uh, spoof of it is, is amazing. So that's one of those. Uh, I believe that like what? king curtis came from that wasn't like a full wife situation i think they just i think it was was it yeah i thought because i don't remember seeing the other his mom with another family 
So maybe I just blocked that part out. Did you watch the whole episode? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't Lincoln know. Lincoln is good maybe. for me. But there were a bunch of them. Fear Factor is early, but I feel like that's almost like in this category too. Yeah, that's where we're. That's where it starts. Yeah, you know, like other people are like, I want to do something like Fear Factor. You know, yeah. like have polygamists on, ask their daughters questions. There you go. Yeah. So the the premise is is you answer fifty to hundred questions hooked up to a polygraph. Polygraph yeah, the, the, device. Sorry, just to finish the, I, I, I think don't know I know what the word is. The tweet was just, or maybe I did finish. It was just about how the, all the shows were weird. I did. Okay, it said sorry. just like the to... amount of like insanity dripping from everything of the 2000s. Yeah. And it's true. And then in the next tweet, they had a list of like, you think this is wild. Like, what about all these? And Kid Nation was one of those. That well, was how I remember. This is now a Kid Nation the podcast. Kid Nation existed. So, uh, so you answer these questions hooked up to a lie detector test. You know, uh, you don't know, you don't know how you scored. They don't tell you that. So then they ask you a selection of these questions that you've already answered on the show. There's nothing you haven't answered yet. And there are tiers. So the first tier is six questions, and then it's from six, five, four, three, two, one. And at each one of those little buckets of questions, you can leave with the dollar amount that you've earned by finishing that round. So like the first six is 10 grand. And if you get to question eight and you decide you don't want to answer the question or you get it wrong, you get nothing. If you decide after question six, you want to go home, you get 10 grand. Okay. On the way down to the 21st question, which is how you end up with half a million dollars. And you are answering these questions. It's not enough money. It's dude, it's not even close to enough money. And just with all these, like, you know, uh, the budgets for any TV show is so enormous. Yeah. So, like, you know, you look at what they're spending per episode on fucking Lost, and you just like, how about you give the lady who admitted that she thought her dad had sex with kids five mil? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll start there. Like, it's a drop in the bucket of it. So, I, I don't know. I always get mad at every TV prize seems too small to me. Yeah, but you got to find a way to pay uh, Mark L. Wahlberg, the host of this show, his <laughs> handsome sum for hosting. Oh, Marky Mark. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm Mark L. Wahlberg. God damn it, dude. Do you think that's his real name? Uh, Mark Lewis Wahlberg, yeah. He uh, hosted Russian Roulette. Jesus Christ. Is it, that's, the Wahlberg has an H, right? The other one? The other Wahlberg, the yeah. yeah. Of Wahlbergers. That one yeah, has yeah, an yeah. L. Donnie's or an brother. H. This guy's done a bunch of, you know, he's done uh, a couple. He's a game show host. That's what mm -hmm. he does of, of spare game shows. And uh, the episode that I'm about to play for you, uh, it started with a disclaimer. Okay. Of a Mark L. Wahlberg in a somber moment mm. sitting in the studio, or I guess you would call it like, I guess you'd call it the studio, but he's on the stage where they do it. Except there's no one there. There's okay. no music. There's no. Dun, 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 dun. It's just him. Mm -hmm. And he says, you know. Uh, what you're about to see. 100%. What <laughs> yeah. you're about to see is the most uncomfortable moment I've ever been a part of on television. If I had a vote, this program would not be airing. Wow. <laughs> but I don't. And the decision has been made that we are going to air this. However, we want viewers at home to know some of you are going to be extremely uncomfortable you know viewer discretion advised have you ever been more excited dude has has there ever wouldn't you love to meet someone who turns something off after a disclaimer you got to figure they're out there <laughs> you got to figure they're I out mean, there to answer my question no yeah, i would no, not I want, want to meet, to no, meet I, someone I'm, I'm positive i never have but yeah just i mean Every time they're they're like, this is not suitable for some audiences. I'm like, <laughs> I know who it's suitable for. <laughs> that means it's for me. <laughs> so this woman goes out there. Uh, she's, I believe, at the time, 25. Nice, uh, nice looking woman who I'm not surprised had the answers that she did to some of these questions. I'll sure. just say that. Yeah. She's there with her parents, mom and dad, her sister. And her husband, Frank. Uh, Frank is a, a New York City police officer. He's okay. either 23, 24, and he's, he looks like he's 15. Okay. And uh, so he's out in the crowd, and then you get the bubbly Lauren's up there, and uh, she's a hairstylist, hairdresser. 
So the first question is, uh, you know, have you ever lied to a customer and told them that their hairstyle looked good and you were, you know, you were lying? Mm -hmm. She said, no. Okay. True. I'm like, wow, okay. You know, that's because I feel like everybody would have done that. I don't know. You know, I bet that you probably feel pretty good about it most of the time. Maybe, but sometimes people I'm sure ask for stupid shit. But my point is that... As I've watched this show three times now. As someone who often goes to the hairdresser asking for stupid shit, that's what they live for. Oh, yeah. Spice it up a little. I guess you're right. Yeah. You, you do have experience there. But as I. you show them a picture of Jared Allen, they're like, oh, <laughs> hell yeah. As I've broken this down, though, I think that some of the questions very clearly serve to create a little audience buy in. Like, that's one where they were expecting her to say, yes, be lying, be truthful, and move on. Mm -hmm. she in fact said no was being truthful and it's like maybe she is a decent person mm -hmm. number two have you ever flashed a stranger for fun okay no, no, getting a little naughty here with yeah. pops in the crowd she said yes wow frank husband frank how's he feel <laughs> he had a humorous response at this level of the question as he said hey i mean i have so who hasn't Frank's having fun. Weird admission, Frank. Frank's having a little fun. Okay. You ever getting off the have off you? your off your shift and you'd whip your dick out <laughs> for fun? No, I have not. Well, unless you count like streaking. Yeah, that is my question. Definitely done that. I don't think I have. I recall, like you know, in middle school, it was always the big topic. You know, uh, are are we going to go streaking at this party? But I think that for me, the answer was always no. I don't recall doing that. I've snowboarded nude. That's tight, dude. Yeah, at night. Did you pick up chicks? No. No, I would not say that taking uh, your penis out in seven-degree weather is like the coolest move for... Well, surely they're doing the calculation in their head. I was hoping. <laughs> I mean, imagine how big it would be. Auga! <laughs> it wasn't minus 20. <laughs> Uh, and also, you can't exactly just shred at your full potential because you're worried if you do, you'll end up uh, an unsullied. Yeah, frostbite on your dick. Uh, number three, as she's uh, on to question three. This uh -huh, is the first uh -huh. piece of audio we'll play here. Uh, you can just play it. I think the entire question's included. Question three. Would you give food to a stray dog before you would give it to a homeless person? Oh, Getting into a philosophical Well, I would have depth. to say I'd rather give food to a dog rather than a person. What the fuck, lady? So your answer would be yes? Yes. That's, that's that fine. That answer is... Frank, that's fine. True. I knew I loved her. She has three truths for three more $10,000 and... One of the things I find so interesting about this program is that you'll answer something like that and invariably the audience will applaud. That's right, don't give food to homeless, give it to the dog. They just look at you with the cute puppy faces they and then you have somebody who's got a really nasty, dirty face. It's like, hmm, what the fuck? If you have dirt on your face, you don't deserve to eat. That's my take. I'm Jesus here to tell Christ, you, lady. This She's is episode five of this show. Uh huh. Episode one premiered to 23 million Americans, the highest rated premiere for a network TV show of all time. Okay. This was prime fucking American culture barely over 10 years ago. And when she answers the question about, I'm not giving it to somebody with some nasty face, at least half of the crowd is like, yeah. It's right. Yeah. That's right. They don't deserve to Fuck eat. Em. Round them up and kill them. That's Incredible. what I say. Incredible. <sighs> Number four. We got a lot to work on. Have you ever derived pleasure from one of your siblings getting into trouble? Uh, no, 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 no. I'm going to oh, read you the less sorry. juicy ones. Okay, okay. Because uh, she said yes. That's pretty banal, right? We've all done that. Anyone with <laughs> a sibling. the point of having siblings. Exactly. Uh, so that was question four. She said uh, yes. She moves on. Question five. Have you ever been fired from a job for stealing money? This one was a little tense because she said yes, and her father seemed pretty troubled. Okay. More troubled by that. We're going to keep going. More troubled by that than she was by, uh, frankly, by, than, this, than the flashing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll keep going here. There's a couple more. Uh, this is basic. Have you ever pretended to avoid having sex with your husband? 
Uh, pretended to be asleep. She said yes. Ooh. Uh, if you knew you wouldn't get caught, would you steal money from your current employer? She said no. That was accurate. She learned her lesson. Again, reeling you back in. Mm-hmm. That she doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, she's not an irredeemable person. Uh, not me, but not some, you. certainly. Do you blame your husband for your lack of close friends? Yes. Now we're heating up a little bit. Would you ever be a surrogate mother for your sister if she were unable to have children? Yes. True. Touching moment between the siblings. The sister seems very, very moved by that. Says, I had no idea that's something you would do for me. Wow. That's beautiful. Question 10 is the audio we're going to play here. She is asked, do you believe that your parents are proud of you? And then we will hear the tease they use to go to break. Um, the truth, Farm. That's dad. Yeah, that's, this is a tough one. <laughs> oh. That's sad. Don't answer yet. We'll be right back right after this. Oh. Coming up. Coming up. Lauren Cleary pushes the truth too far. Do you believe you might have been in love with a former boyfriend on your wedding day? Since you've been married, have you ever had sexual relations with someone other than your husband? This question will not be asked by me. It's by a surprise guest, your ex-boyfriend, oh Frank. my God. If I wanted to get back together with you, would you leave your husband? And her answers will destroy her marriage. <laughs> <laughs> it is just the oh. open celebrating of what and advertising to the answers will destroy her marriage. That's and more ruin direct her life. than I'm used to. <laughs> It's that's watches a woman's emotional life gets ripped apart. Will Frank kill himself in the audience. Uh, so they come back from break, and she says, uh, again, they said, Do you believe your parents are proud of you? And she says, No. Now, when she says no, that answer is true, dude. That's so sad. I mean, like, now I feel like I can't blame her for the homeless thing. Like, how's she gonna love if no one taught her to, dude? And her parents, over and over... What can uh, you do that no one taught you to? I thought this was a weird move on dad's part. They were asked this question a couple times, you know, wrapping around the, the break there. And then after she got it correct, which was her saying, no, they're not proud of me, Mark L. Wahlberg is like, dad, what do you have to say to that? What, you're not proud of her? And dad's like, she doesn't have to do anything to make me proud. I love her unconditionally. And like, that's not really an answer. Like, just purely being alive is not enough to make somebody... Because then that's not reciprocating the idea of making someone think you're proud of them. If you they don't... You know what I mean? Like, if they don't have to do anything for you to actually yeah, use the term proud. Yeah, I understand what your point is, but I, I don't feel critical of his answer. You, you know, because, like, it'd be kind of, like... It's somewhat... I think an important part of being a parent is letting them know that, like, we love you. Like, not the things you do. Not the accomplishments you have, but like you. You know what I mean? Yes. But I think if you use the word proud, she wants, as she would like to feel like they actually appreciate some things, good things she has done in her life or accomplishments that she has made, thereby she feels like they're proud of me. I mean, what? Depriving the homeless of food and breaking up a marriage? That's what they're supposed to be saying. She doesn't lie to clients. That's good. That's good. So she says no there. Uh, next question is, do you know things about your father that you keep secret from your mother? She answered yes. And uh, that was uh, awkward, but What not, things? Yeah. Uh, so that gets asked by Mark L. Wahlberg. And uh, the dad goes, yeah, we'll talk later. Oh, hold on. Let me tell you this part first. When she says, uh, do you know things about your father that you keep secret from your mother? She says, Yes. And the second that it says true, her dad runs up and hugs her like he hadn't seen her in years. Hmm. Like basically acknowledging that she kept his fucking dirty secrets all these years and she's a ride or die. And then he goes back and sits down and Wahlberg asks about it. And he's like, uh, you, know, well, you guys going to have to talk after? And the dad goes, I'm sure mom will have some questions. <laughs> uh, so next is, the next piece of audio we'll play. Do you secretly stay in touch with any boyfriends that your husband does not know about? That's what we'll play here? Yeah. Okay. Secretly stay in touch with any boyfriends that your husband does not know about. That's what you said. 
What do you think, Frank? I think I want to hear her answer. Oh. Tensions in Frank are rising. Uh, the answer is no. That answer is... True. Okay. Paying to Frank. Okay. Frank's like, all right, yeah. I knew I loved her. You know, yeah, I, I yeah, wanted yeah. to marry a girl who would not talk to her exes and would kick a homeless person in the face before giving him Those food. are my two big things. Yeah. So Frank is, is feeling pretty good here. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, the next question is, have you ever taken off your wedding ring to appear as if you were single? She answered yes. Now, that seems really bad. And Mark L. Wahlberg was does it absolutely he Mark L. Wahlberg was like I'm not sure that there's any way I can spin that one to possibly come up with a redeemable answer for you here and I'm thinking I don't know if Broad just wanted to take off her wedding ring when she goes out with her girls just to get flirted feel with feel free you know just get flirted I mean obviously if you go home and you you're hooking up with somebody that's a different level but if yeah it's just there's like, a line but I would not say taking off the wedding ring is close to that line. Maybe you're inviting trouble, but I also think if you just want to be flirted with, I don't know, whatever. Uh, yeah, uh, I've, I'm confident, uh, like I'm secure enough in myself to not be bothered by the idea of that in the slightest. Yeah, that didn't seem, that didn't seem weird. Uh, now, if you want to marry them and have kids with them, I think I'd have, a, I'd probably need to see the exit at that point, but. Yeah, that, that might be enough. She's that asked, seems like more of the commitment that you've made to me, and right. to, unless you're making that to someone else, it seems a little petty to get mad about it. She's asked, do you believe you might have been in love with a former boyfriend on your wedding day? She said yes. Now, Frank is very, very tense at this That's point. That's a tough one. Don't That's love a tough that. one. But after that question, <clears throat> it's a, uh, a situation where she has a chance to leave. And uh, and she goes over to the family. Still married now, you know. She go, <laughs> might right. need to get like a counselor, but yeah, maybe not even that. Maybe right. just a good talk between the two of you could probably get through this. Because at this point, with she, ten thousand dollars, with this point, at this point, she may have on the day of her wedding felt that way. But a couple years later, with this incredible thing we've built, maybe she doesn't feel that way anymore. As long as I've we're just on the same loved page. The, these couple years with you, Frank, so much that it has put it out of my mind entirely. I can't wait to see the next year, what the next year's bring. Then Easy. it was time for her ex-boyfriend to come out. Oh, no. And, uh, and this is an interesting one because first, the ex-boyfriend asked the question, would you leave your husband for me if I wanted to get back together? And there's a, a little bit of a quirk in the game uh -huh. where you have one option. <laughs> Please tell me she doesn't have a skip. The family has a skip. There's a family skip. If the family feels like any of the questions are too personal regarding them is the way that it's usually used, they can give a – it's not a skip. It's a replace. You don't get to just get a free win. And Marco Wahlberg is very direct in saying, if you choose this, it doesn't mean the next question is going to be easier. Might be harder. So the sister Jesus. mashes the skip on, would you leave your husband? The sister for, does. The sister. I, and if it, I'm Frank, I'm punching the sister. And the crowd boos wildly. The crowd is not happy with getting rid of, would you leave your husband for me? Like, but it's were, not cool to fucking her either. Like, if, if, if it's something where you're like, if I'm Frank, I, I know the answer to the question. Yeah, exactly. You know, or it's like there's some possibility that she could have been like, no, I would not leave. And then they're like, yeah, that's that she passed the test. That's how she feels. Yeah. Whereas he, like now if I, you know, and it, but she didn't even do it, you know, like the, the, the sister, the sister did not decides that she's going to fucking like a seller. Terrible, dude. That is I. She just told you she'd have your baby for you. That's you awful. Know? And, and you repay her with this. So they replaced the question. They had still have the ex-boyfriend out there. And uh, and then that's when Do this one comes up. Do you want to fuck me? The next one. In the back. The we yeah. have a room set up, <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> Do you believe I'm the man you should be married to? Not an easier question. Not an easier question. I mean, it should be an easy question. Well, uh, uh, wow. Um, um, want 
be honest and say yes. The audience is appalled. Let's see if answer is. True. It's well, still two-thirds. Gotta, <laughs> yeah, I mean, look. I we're, mean, they're flashing the sign. Look, I, the game's still rolling. I, I don't, don't want Mr. Hollywood to be mad at yeah. me, so I'm going to do everything Mr. Hollywood says. with his monocle. Yeah. So this is the part where Frank says, uh, when they ask him how he feels about that, he's like, you know, I mean, we're obviously going to have to talk when we get out of here. You know, I had no idea. I, I feel like a goddamn cuck, to be I honest. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'd rather be anywhere but in front of this didn't, camera. Didn't even get to watch. And in uh, fact, if Mark L. Wahlberg was armed, I would go for the gun right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I won't hear anything about this down at the 42nd precinct with all my <laughs> poise. Jesus. Uh, heading back into the house. I mean, you know, he has that coming, but it is not going to be easy. Uh, so then they're at a stage where she can leave because she's doing really well, if you've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm confused by the game still. Uh, like I read the Wikipedia, but like it's they don't have like an independent verification. It's just whether or not she passed the test. And the... Uh, the contestant has to sign off like legally that they will accept the results of the of the polygraph. Mm -hmm. So like anything that she answered, however she answered uh, on the polygraph, the ones that she were the ones that are false. If that comes back up now that you're actually underneath under the pressure, if you lie, like if you said before no, and you say yes now, if no is true, then and you say yes now, you're out, and vice versa. So as long as she gets like if if she had like uh, yeah if if they had said uh, do, do you think I'm the one that you should marry if she had said no before and failed it and said yes this time would she get the points I think so so even though she switched her answer yeah because as long as the final answer is consistent with the polygraph yeah she advances okay that's right okay she has to be does consistent. she know the results of the polygraph no okay okay she has okay. to be consistent. In the moment of truth, mm -hmm. you yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at this point, consistent with the polygraph, not with her previous answer. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I believe that's that's the setup here. And uh, now she can walk with like a hundred grand. And worth noting, uh, I or I, I don't. I all these are from the same show, right? Mm -hmm. Just the original clip we played. That'll if you're applying that now, you'll realize that it was not conclusive proof that uh, the father had had sex with a minor. Uh, so since you're listening to this in audio medium, it's important for me to let you know that uh, if you watch the clip, there is conclusive proof all over the dad's face yeah. that he has in fact had sex with a minor. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Anyway, bit of context there. Yeah, I mean, the I wish we were doing this on video because. These little dramatic shots or uh, sounds you're hearing, when when you're hearing those, they're panning to every member of the family's faces, mm -hmm. and it seems like the worst moment of their life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the next question su supersedes that. <laughs> as the oh, worst there's a new one. <laughs> right. Uh, so, again, at this point, she can just bank and go, mm -hmm. and... Uh, they go to the family. I watched a couple episodes of this, and this is a common thing. Like Marco Wahlberg's like, "Family, what do you think?" And invariably, the mom's like, "Please, out, fucking, out, get out, out of here. Out. I'll double the money. I'll, I'll get a, a I'll uh, name a price, refinance the house, <laughs> cash out. I will give you whatever money to stop answering these questions about our family right <laughs> Anything. now." Anything. And dad tends to kind of have a, I don't know, fuck it, palms up vibe. Now, Frank... We're already spending whatever you make on the divorce proceedings. Yeah. So, like, what can... That's true. Frank is exactly of that mind. Frank, in a bit of a cavalier move, after being told that, uh, you know, the ex-boyfriend is the one that she believes she should be married to and she was in love with them on the day of their wedding, Frank goes fuck it mode and he's like, I don't know what else. I don't know how much worse it could be. I mean, she's already admitted the worst stuff, you know? I mean, you might as well keep going and try. Frank possibly wants a little taste. I'm so titillated <laughs> to know what they could ask after. Like, I mean. Do you think you should have married me on your wedding? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you can play the next one then. Oh, my God. 
Since you've been married, have you ever had sexual relations with someone other than your husband? Does that? I don't know if it's worse. <laughs> like it's just as bad. Like. It, I I'm, wish the button was still there. Yeah. Telling me. You're telling me. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb bitch sister already used it. You'll be hearing about that. <laughs> I'm gonna have to say yes. I'm gonna have to say yes. Who's forcing you? That answer is the money. True. Okay, Lauren. Okay, Lauren. We're moving on to uh, one more question here. Uh, question seventeen. Big twist: The dude was homeless. <laughs> That's why she's got it in for them. It's the he was mean to her. He afterwards. broke up with her. Yeah, he ghosted her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's go on to uh, the next one, which is question 17. She's getting very close to having an opportunity here for half a million. I think this one, she would have been able to walk with $250,000 if she got, uh, oh, if she gets boy. this answer correct. Do you think you're a good person? You can pause that if you want. So they have asked her now. Have you cheated on your husband? Were you in love with someone else whenever you were married? Do you believe we should be married to someone else? Have you been fired for a, from a job for stealing money? Uh, which now is obviously light work, far in the distant past. <laughs> yeah, your dad's not even asking yeah. about that. Yeah, he Fla thought that was what he, he yeah. was like. We're gonna have to talk about yeah. this. Flash your titties, stole some money. I don't know, babe. I thought I raised you better, but we are in a different. Uh, level of Dante's Inferno now, uh -huh, uh -huh. Uh, where it's much hotter. So he, she has asked the question very directly: For two hundred fifty thousand dollars, are you a do good you think person? you're a good person? I like. What do you think? I'm not sure that. It, like, I don't. I don't know. I. Well, I mean, look. At the end of the day, all this I comes down to like strong feelings about infidelity. You know, like I, I think that's a pretty destabilizing thing, and just like I. It's the ultimate dishonesty, and I honesty is like one of the big things that I value. It's not even like that I value it; it's that I need it to live. Like yeah. I have to have like a you know some trust in like dealing with the people around me, and I if if I don't sense that it's it's I I can't fucking do it. So like I I I would be inclined to say that like all people who cheat like that are pieces of shit, but like. I don't know. I, I, I like Bill James has a thing in the uh, in the popular crime book where he says that one piece of evidence can't be used to convict anyone. Like you, like no matter how strong the evidence is, like there are there is something you could say about you know like um, whatever you know like the fucking person's body was found yeah. in your trunk and you're driving the car. Well, you still like you know if then you also have like your handprints on the murder weapon, well, that's two pieces of evidence and now we're feeling pretty good. But like on the one, you still would like to, you know, find out some other things. Yeah, but- So like if all I know is that she's had sex <coughs> with someone else after the marriage, um, I, I don't know if that's sufficient to just flatly answer the question of are you a good person? Yeah, but you are- somewhat reading too much into it and while i agree with you that's interesting and that possibly the answer of i wish i was married to someone else and i was in love with them the day that i took these vows arguably worse this question is about how and again as an aside at the end of the day you could definitely i mean they're not admissible in court anymore right mm -hmm. like there are flaws in polygraph tests but they're yeah. measuring your heart rate and some other you know uh autonomous reactions that your body puts off whenever you're you're lying and so this is not whether she is still a good person it's whether she thinks that she's a good person that's right that's the question is could because there's a lot of people dude there's yeah, probably I mean, that especially though i i think that like i think that there's plenty of like amazing people who think that they're terrible um, yeah, and there's a lot of you people. Possibly, there's a lot of people who have like murdered a bunch of people <laughs> that think like, well, you know, they kind of. I'm actually, I'm the only good person. That's why I had to murder them. They could probably pass this test easily and just say, "Yeah, I'm a good person." Yeah, so it's really it's kind of a, a bag of snakes. The question. Yeah, it is. And she's got to answer it for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. She does. That's kind of the lowest blow that I've seen the producers give yet. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant is what it is. <laughs> it's incredible. All right. You want to play the yeah. play it out? Honestly, I 
think I am a good person. So your answer is? Yes. <laughs> They're laughing. Oh, come on. That answer is? It's true. Dad's going, it's true. It's true. And there they go, leaving with nothing. Well, you know. Nothing as far as cash. <laughs> yeah. She, she leaves with so much more than she came in with. Yeah. So there, here's a, uh, a New York Post article uh, from a month after the show aired. Wife, I did it for the TV money. Amazing. Uh, asked about her relationship. We're kind of up in the air right now. I want to get back together, but I don't think he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, why? Uh, Frank, they caught up with Frank, the 48th precinct, the Bronx, and he said, it's not very easy to overcome. I agree with Frank. Uh, he said, everything that was mentioned during the show, we had talked about before. We've had our issues. Unfortunately, now they're not just our problems. Everyone knows about it. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. To know that he didn't learn this on TV. Yeah. But yeah, it's not great. Uh, the show's executive producer, Howard Schultz, told The Post that Lauren told him later, quote, she doesn't want to be in a relationship with her ex or her husband. She wanted out of her marriage and she wanted to tell the truth. Perhaps some of it was then if I'm going to end my marriage, then I can win 100000 or $200,000 and I can start a new life with some cash in my pocket. And ladies and gentlemen, I love that. That is what we call shrewd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's a way to live life. Yeah. Like, all right. Just, just right. You know, <laughs> he's going to be super bummed either way. You know how many fucking idiots out there just get divorced? Yeah. This woman's doing it for, for profit. Yeah. Now, I, uh, because she doesn't believe herself to be a good person, but can't be honest with herself about that, she's actually getting nothing. That is so insane, dude. That she lost it all on "Are you a good person?" It's again. I think that sums up that era more than any of describing the actual ways the game shows work. Yeah. No, I mean, and you know, the whole thing, like, it's hard for me, like. I'm sure that whatever she signed beforehand gives the producers full ability to do whatever. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the polygraphs are very subjective. They can kind of shade it however they want. It's quite an interesting TV moment to watch her fall flat on her face on Are You a Good Person? I'm, I'm not sure that I can have uh, full faith that that was carried out with, you know, um, it wasn't all on the up and up. Yeah, the rigor and honesty of of the Patrick Ewing draft. <laughs> well, now I'm going to get her on the show. Are you really? That's my goal. That'd be great. I either want her or Frank. Yeah, yeah. well, I don't really want to talk to Frank. Let's see how life's going. And by the way, the uh, the woman from the very first clip that was about her father uh, sleeping with a minor or having sex with a minor as an adult. She's coming on Tuesday? That was part of, as TC kind of alluded to, but we didn't really discuss so that's a similar type of situation where she was raised in a polygamous cult. It did. I don't even know if the story actually said Mormon, but I assume so. Uh, but a, a, a polygamous sect. They tend to have a lot of polygamy. Yeah. And she was mad about um, people within the sect. Isn't it like a while ago that they said, like, isn't it like a hundred years now that the Mormons were like, guys, this is not what we do. Yeah, but a lot of them still do. So. Isn't that? Don't you find that interesting? Like, of all the religious things to like, dis like, there are Catholics I know that grumble about the mass not being in Latin anymore. But the people who are like, "Oh, I'm not following that fucking rule." Yeah, I'm yeah, getting no. six wives. I like the. I'm an originalist. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, of course, culture doesn't help because I don't know how popular that is. I mean, we knew a couple Mormon families growing up and they were like the kindest people that I'd ever, you know, encountered. And they definitely only had one wife. One yeah, husband. I like all the Mormons I know. So I don't know if that's just a deal where the culture seized on it and HBO had a show and reality had a show and it's not that common anymore. I don't know. But, but to the woman in question, 
you know, her, uh, her thing was that everyone who's a part of this church I go to has been lying about what they're actually into and I'm going to expose it. And she had been like forced to like take vacations with adult men when she was like 14 or 15. So she had an ax to grind. Mm-hmm. However, I found a blog post from her, like on a little oh, okay. blog spot. All right. From like uh, hers? Yeah. Like yeah. a couple months after the show aired where she expressed tremendous regret over her decision to go on the show. And she's also the only person in the 38 episodes that uh, were filmed. By the way, only 15 of them aired. Uh-huh. Basically, this got too fucking weird for the American public. What was it the like the the ratings declined because it was too weird? I don't know if I don't know. I just know it started out super high. It was yeah. very popular for like the first five or six episodes, and then eventually it got squeezed out. But that woman who answered the uh, the underage minor with her dad thing or minor with her dad is the only person in all thirty eight episodes that ever completed all twenty one questions and won the half a million dollars. God bless Everyone her. else's lives are just ruined. <laughs> and I think that there was something about how uh, the that episode was not allowed to air in America. Correct. Yeah, like just the European audiences were ready for it. There was but, like ten or fifteen that aired in Europe, and that's where that one came from. But yeah, they just decided that's Ameri- so wild. America's too soft, even even in this context. God, I would I would love to read an oral history of this show. Like, just talk to all the power players that made decisions. That's pull a, a great plug. idea. That's a great idea. Because, again, Mark L. Wahlberg starts it with, this is the most uncomfortable. And I want to know, like, when he says, if it were up to me and I had a vote, this would not air. But the decision was made that it will. <laughs> Pipe me into that meeting room. Yeah, what a fucking puss. <laughs> Selling them out. Let it, but, oh, they got infidelity. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Mark. <laughs> Yeah, at least you're not having to pay her half a million. Yeah. All right, we'll see you. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow. For everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.